Appreciate you coming today. Uh, just first, want to say a huge thank you to all of our fans that were there, there last weekend. They were uh, they were there and they were impactful. They were awesome. Uh, just kind of illustrates what it means to be a Jayhawk. So we just want to say thanks to all those folks that were there and man, we felt you. So we appreciate that. We're going to need you on down this road here. Uh, listen, a lot of things going on on around KU right now for this week. A lot of really cool things that are going on. Uh, I want to just congratulate Mark Francis and his group, the women's soccer team, advancing to the second round. They're playing at North Carolina, I believe, Friday afternoon. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that for them. A great win over Mizzou. So congratulations there. And I know our volleyball team has done remarkable things. I think they're leading the Big, Big 12 by themselves right now, which is outstanding. Good luck to Ray and his group. Uh, obviously, our men are playing tonight in New York. So good luck to Bill and the boys, and let's go get us a victory out there. Uh, just a couple of other notes, just want to just express publicly again our support for a couple of great Jayhawks, Cole Hayden, Scooter Ward, both kind of going through a tough fight. So we're here for you and we love you guys. Uh, you know, we've got a big game this weekend. As you all know, uh, Texas is coming in here. Uh, it's a big game for a lot of reasons for both groups. Uh, for us, it's getting that first Big 12 victory. Uh, our guys are excited and they're ready to take this challenge on and it's going to be a great day. We're playing at 2.30. Uh, prime spot, so we're excited about that. It's still going to be pretty good weather out there, so we're excited. Uh, I know for them, it's a chance for them to get bowl eligible. So there's a lot at, lot at stake for both groups. They're a talented team, uh, and we know it's going to be a great challenge, but, man, we're excited about it. We're going to be right back at home, and we play pretty good at home. So we're excited about that. We need to go close the deal. Uh, so let's go ahead and take some questions. Do you have any uh, update on Ben Johnson? He, he was out in Marquise and any, and any other guys. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what, let's, we'll start with Marquise. Um, I don't think we're going to wind up getting Marquise back at all. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to physically get back. So uh, probably done with him for the year, unfortunately. It's sad to see a kid in the senior year like that. Uh, we had another injury the other day that was sad to see another one of our seniors uh, in this career, Alobia Torres Achilles in that game, unfortunately. So he's having he had surgery today, uh, but you know, sad to see that happen. Uh, I don't know that we're going to get Ben back again this week or not. We're holding out hope maybe the maybe last week. So it's just that time of year. You know, everybody's banged up all over the place. I mean, you look at you look at Texas, and one of their really, really good linebackers is in concussion protocol. Man, it's just that time of year. All of us are going through it. And sometimes it's 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 about who stays the most most healthy, you know, and uh, and it's it, it's important for everybody. So. What about Keon? He was talking about maybe a rib bruise. Is he good? Yeah, he got hit pretty good on that one run. A uh, guy caught him right there, right there on the rib. But he actually looked good in practice yesterday, so uh, I feel good about him. I think he's going to be okay. We we really need him to be okay. He ran really well the other night. He's had a couple pretty big games now. Um, what's in, in other weeks? What's what's kept him from being quite as productive? Well, I think the first thing is uh, our offensive line has really not done a, a nice job of improving over the last four to five weeks, watching those guys gel. Uh, one of the things that sticks out to me up front is Mason Rebordi has taken over that center spot for, for us, and since he's been there, our production has really its gone way up. It's been really good. Uh, he's kind of been the leader of that group up there and really done some good things. I think Banks has played his best football in these last few games. Uh, a senior that you want him to, to start playing like that. And up front, they've played, they played a lot better, a lot more consistently, which has helped us. We've kind of kept the same crew together, which has not been normal. Uh, and I think that's been good. And then plus for him, I think, uh, you know, him kind of getting a good feel for what we're doing with that group up, up in front of him, you know, start to get a little bit more, uh, I guess you can call it chemistry with him. A few days later, what's something maybe you noticed on film of Carter that you didn't notice during the game? 
you know, he played a solid game. There, there's a couple plays that I know that uh, he would want back, and certainly we, we'd want back. We had one trick play where we had uh, Zuni going right down the seam. We kind of had him in a in a hidden formation. Man, we really would have – that would have been a big play right there because that would have extended the lead by quite a bit, and uh, we left it short. You know, I know he would want that one back, but there were so many things that he did that put us into position to score uh, that were things that we really had not seen on a consistent basis. I thought, you know, he, he was uh, – our guys really responded to him, which was something that I, I really enjoyed seeing. And um, he played pretty sound football. He made a couple of things that, you know, taking that sack on that third down was not something that I know he wanted to have happen. And as you look at it, I mean, it would have been something that we could have got out of. Uh, but, you know, as far as understanding his reads and his eyes being in the right place, uh, he really did not put the ball in jeopardy with the exception of the last play when Steven got ridden out of bounds. And I think he was just trying to make a play at that point, and I think he thought Steven was going to come back into play. seems like he settled for a lot of short passes, but is that if the trade-off is he's not putting the ball in danger? Is that kind of what you want to see? Well, not really. Uh, you know, we, we, we are not unlike a lot of the teams that I'm watching on tape right now. There's a lot of run-pass combo stuff going on around the country right now. It's, it's difficult to run the football against these guys in, the, in this country right now. So you have got to have that, that weapon of run-pass combinations, which means you have a run, and if they are sticking their nose in it with that extra defender on the overhang area, then you've got to be able to, to knock the ball outside. Uh, almost everybody is playing some <coughs> form of containment defense nowadays. So it's very difficult to get the ball on the edge unless you whip it out there. And you whip it out there, and those become your, your old school sweep plays is what they wind up turning into. Uh, and the thing about those is, you know, if you'll, if you'll continue to work at it and stay at it, a, a three- to four-yard gain can turn into a, a 15- to 20-yard gain pretty quickly if you, if you block it correctly out there. So uh, we had some mid-range intermediate stuff that I thought he did really, really well with. There was a couple that – um, I thought he could have done a little bit better with, but for the most part, he actually executed exactly like, like we wanted him to. Uh, we, we would like to have hit a little bit more on those deeper balls, but it's not necessarily a trade-off. We're going to try to play the whole system. Have you noticed anything different about him since he's taken over as the number one QB, just kind of the way he carries himself or anything like that? Uh, uh, me, not really. I'm around him every day, but uh, you can you can tell the team has really drawn to him over the last couple of weeks, which is good. And, you know, they've been really good about whoever's in there. Uh, so that's not a surprise to me. Uh, they support each other because they know how hard each other works. Uh, but, you know, I think the, the thing that really has stuck out to me is that he is, he's continued to have that workman-like approach, and you like to see that. I mean, he's really focused. When I text him nowadays, his answer's really serious. I'm like, quit being serious. Can you be there? Today? Can you can you be funny like you always are? Uh, you know, but he's he he's. I know he's excited about the opportunity. He wants to make the most of it. How's everybody kind of recovering? I know it was a tough loss, and you got to move past it pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, uh, Saturday stunk. I don't know any other way to say it. I mean, it it hurt, uh, and it was frustrating on a lot of levels for all of us. Uh, it wasn't. I know I wasn't the most pleasant to be around in here on Saturday after the game. My apologies, but man, I I wouldn't want to want to coach up here happy after he gets his his butt kicked, and you know he could have won the football game. So, uh, you know we weren't we were not happy about that. And I think that the the good thing to draw from that is that not one of those kids in that locker room or anybody that it was affiliated with our program thought we were going to lose that game at any point. 
We went into the game believing we were going to win it. And that's how we do every week. We believe that when we're going into games. Listen, this is a great opponent we got coming in here this week. But we're fixing to go out there and try to win this game against them. And we believe we have enough to do it if we play smarter than them. So it's a great challenge for them. I know they got bowl eligibility in front of them. For us, it's our first Big 12 win. So we're, we've got the same type of motivation that they do. What stands out for you about Texas? Running back. Very talented, uh, but man, I'll tell you what, the, the biggest, their offensive line is thinking good now. They're strong, they are big, uh, they come off the football, they're one of the more uh, aggressive off the football teams that I've seen this year. Uh, they've, got, they've got some good players, that Kent Perkins kid's a real player. I remember him out of Lake Collins, um, he's really good. I think their center's playing well. Um, the whole group up front is really talented. Uh, the running back averages, I think, 190-plus yards a game, which is ridiculous. I mean, this guy's got 16, 1,700 yards rushing on the year. Uh, I mean, his numbers are just gross. It's unbelievable what he's done. And But, you know, it's not just him. Those guys up front are really good now. I mean, they, they put bodies on bodies. And, you know, there's a lot of plays where they're, they're handing it off to him and he's getting two, three, four, five yards, and then all of a sudden – he bust one for 50 or 60. I mean, they just are very consistent. They stay with it. Really big run-pass combo team, really big. So you got to be real careful because Shane does a good job of getting the ball out and about. So uh, I think they're as talented, they're as talented athletically as anybody we played this year. They've got some talent now. They really do. They're very talented on both sides of the ball. Um, defensively, Edwin Freeman uh, played for Kenny Perry here. Man, he's, he's come in and played Mike Backer, and he's really done a good job for them. I think he's kind of stood out. They have a, uh, an edge player outside linebacker. I think his last name is Hager. And, man, he is a dis disrupting dude now. He is strong, and, I mean, he is, he is a hard dude to deal with because he disrupts so much. They're really good up front defensively. They are strong. They're fast. Uh, they have, you know, Charles out of uh, – Rowlett, Texas, I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name, but uh, he's, he's long. He's 254 pounds. When I recruited him, he was like 215 pounds. Now he's 254 pounds, and he's a good player. He's got a lot of starts under his belt now, which is, which is good for him. And they, they, you know, you look at their, their secondary, and everybody except for the Nichols has the number six in front of their height. Every one of them are six foot plus. And so they have nice, rangy guys back there they can cover. So... Um, and they're talented. That's the thing that sticks out to me is that they're talented, and their their offensive line, who you saw play as young guys, they have started gelling together. And that's I think that's really kind of if I was looking at them, I'd say you know what they're pretty good up front, man. They're really good up front. You're going to have to try to stop the run. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you're you're a Texas guy, obviously, and I mean, what what kind of emotions are involved for you when you're you're facing Texas? Kind of that iconic uniform and helmet, and you see see that on the field. Um, well, for me, it, it, honestly, it's no different than any other game. Uh, we have a lot of kids from Texas on our roster right now, and, you know, no different than any other place that we play at, whether it's Oklahoma or wherever. We have kids from all over. When you're playing those, those schools that maybe they went and went to camp at or, you know, uh, maybe got recruited or didn't get recruited by, there's probably some emotion. And plus, uh, you know, just the affiliation with that state that they're from. But from my standpoint, you know, it, it's never really been like that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a fan of football, period, so we always were growing up, and, uh, you know, it really isn't any, any different for me. It's just, it's just a matter of 
you know, who it is that's in, the, in those uniforms. I've got to figure out who their best guys are so we can match up appropriately. Do you use it motivationally at all for, as you mentioned, guys that maybe went to camp or didn't get recruited or did it? Do you use that to get at them? We jack around with each other. I think that might be the best way to say it, Josh, is, is we mess around with each other all the time just saying things about, you know, Kyle Mayberry, hey, are you afraid of Oklahoma? You know, because he's from Oklahoma. And, I mean, same thing, you know, with, with our guys from Texas. We just mess around with each other. But as far as motivation, that's not going to make the difference, to be honest with you. I mean, it's words, but that's not going to make the difference. So we just really use it more as just keeping the week light a little bit. And I think that they're going to be motivated as it is because uh, a lot of eyes are going to be on them uh, for people that are watching the watching maybe the Texas team of, of family members or people that live in that state. Maybe they think they're going to be being watched by people that they know that are not normally able to watch them. So maybe that's a motivation for them. David, with it being senior day, do you do anything different motivation-wise to get these guys fired up? Do you know what you're going to say to them before they take the field that last time, or is that something you just kind of get up on the fly at about 2 o'clock on Saturday? You know, it's a big, big week for us for that. You know, I had somebody ask me the other day, you know, how do you keep your team going when you haven't had the production that you want? And I, I say it all the time, we have the right guys on our team, which helps us, number one. But uh, really, number two, the real answer to that is that we've played this entire year for our seniors. And uh, those guys have given so much to this university. And I know that... Uh, you know, this being their last time, it, it comes fast. I mean, they look up, they blink their eyes, and it's always the same words, I can't believe it's over. And uh, they're going to have their family members out there, and the remainder of our team are going to be given everything they can to make sure that they send these guys out on a winning note at home. Uh, how cool would that be for these guys to get that first Big 12 win in our era uh, on senior day here, you know? And no better day than the next, so let's go. What's the legacy, in your opinion, that this senior class I think the big thing for these guys, and we've been talking about it from the very beginning, is the, the foundation that we're laying here. Regardless of whether we were a bowl team or we were a team that was still doing foundational work, uh, understanding that you know each individual day was going to be basically a step in the right direction for the future of our program. And, man, those kids really bought into that. They really did. You know, We have a lot of seniors on this team and a lot of seniors that are playing. There's a lot of places that, that have seniors and they're not playing. All the younger guys are playing and the older dudes are not. Well, that's not really the case for us. Our seniors, for the most part, are playing for us. And that's what you like to see. You know, this is their senior year. Why should they get anything less than our best for them? And they've given us everything that, that we've asked them to give. And in return, I know the remainder of our team, plus all of our coaches, are going to give them everything they, that we got to make sure that they go out on the winning note. Steven Sims has kind of had a breakout season. And, you know, Consistently giving you guys production. What is does he remind you of anybody from from your past, either that you've just you've coached or just watched? You know, uh, he's not the biggest guy, but man, acceleration wise, he he's got some he's got some juice to him now. He he is a he's a quick quick dude. You know, we had a guy at AM named Ryan Swope that uh, I don't think a lot of people thought, but he was as, as good of an accelerator as anybody I've ever coached. And from that standpoint, he, you know, he ran 4-2 at the combine. I mean, this guy was fast now. But I don't think many people realized how fast he was. Uh, but Steven reminds me a little bit of him. Uh, you know, Ryan finished runs a little bit more than Steven did. But, you know, I also had him when he was a senior. 
So I don't think he was always that way, but he does remind me a little bit of, of uh, Swope. Uh, Swope was a little bit bigger than he was, but I like the guy's, the guy's development. There's no doubt about it. He's a talented guy. I mean, he, he could play just about anywhere. What's, what's the next step for him? What, what's going to make him even more talented? Well, I think he's, if you look at him, he's still a baby face. I mean, he, he's still young now. I mean, he's not, he not, he's not completely matured. So I think the next year holds, holds some great improvement for him because he'll grow physically. Uh, he's matured so much as a player. I think just next year he's seeing so many things now that he didn't even see at the first of the year. I mean, he's understanding coverages. He's understanding profiles of corners. I mean, understanding a profile of a corner is so important to play in this position because it's telling you everything, where you have space, how far you can push the route. I mean, and he's starting to really understand those nuances, which is what happens when you play a lot of ball. So I think just experience is going to allow him. And I think he'll, you know, right now I think I saw in the statistics there was one category where he's third or fourth in the league in something. I think it's receptions or something. Uh, but he's touched the ball a lot. And, of those guys that were in that top three or four, there was only a couple of them that were coming back. A couple of them, were, I know D.D. Leeds, leads it, and he's a senior, but, you know, it'll be nice for him coming back this next year as one of the top returners in the league. Okay, y'all are going easy today. <laughs> anything else? Is there anything you want to see out of, out of Carter this week? Yeah, you know, I'd like to see him – really hit those big plays that we need him to hit. You know, the, the, uh, the like I said, the, the play to Zuni was a big play because it really would have extended that lead to a point that might have changed the game for all of us. Uh, and then, you know, let, at, there's a couple of times where we took sacks that, you know, we didn't really need to take a sack. We took that one sack down there in the red zone, turned into a longer field goal now, and wound up missing it. So uh, those yards all make a difference. And, you know, as you start and as you play more games, that stuff starts to become innate about about you as a quarterback. You know, that was my only fear for him going into the game, uh, but you don't control it because, you know, he doesn't have that experience until he gets in there and does it. But for his first complete game, I thought he played solid. Uh, he certainly put us in position to be able to win the game, he, uh, and he didn't do anything to, to lose the game for us. So, all right, guys, you'll have a good day.